Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hi, hello, and welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast most everywhere. You get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the WDBO app on demand for free. You can also check me out on the radio every single weekday with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and a.m. 580 in Orlando, outside of Orlando Streamus, there in the WDBO app. Well, as you might have noticed, I've taken the last few weeks off of the Inez Says podcast, mainly due to the fact that my family and I traveled to Italy for a vacation, first ever trip to Italy. It's a trip that had been three years in the making. We finally got it in and had a very nice time. Rome was absolutely amazing. I got to cross off one bucket list experienced with the tour of the Vatican. That was, uh, that was terrific. The food was wonderful. You name it, we did it in Rome. We climbed the Spanish steps. We went to the Pantheon. We went to Trevi Fountain. It's a remarkable city. And it's when we traveled to the Tuscany region after Rome is when we ran into some issues. Long story short, I got COVID. First ever bout with COVID. My wife actually got COVID as well. Now, my wife, thankfully, got a mild case. Me? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Nothing can ever be easy with yours truly. I was down and out for the count for about three days. But again, not going to let it spoil my memories of, of a trip of a lifetime. I got to see a lot of great things. Rome, Bologna, Florence. Went to San Gimignano as well. Had a great time. But as you can probably tell by my voice, Still feeling some of the ill effects. I have tested negative, thankfully, which is a very good thing. Nonetheless, it is time here on the Inez Says Podcast to chat with Brian Kilmeade. On the agenda today with Brian, all sorts of things, including, yep, the big guy, President Biden, and the interview that Tony Bobolinsky, a former business partner of the Bidens, did with Tucker Carlson yet again on Fox News earlier this week. Here's that chat with Brian now. On your way to work there in New York City this morning, I'm just wondering if you encountered any women in green bodysuits robbing people on the subway this morning. Did, did you encounter any of that today? I mean, I can't figure that out. A bunch wow. of women in bodysuits beating up other women. Uh, and then, obviously, you can't be more discerning. I mean, for the moment, your your identity is covered. But, I mean, you had one, if any cop was actually on the subway or on the platform, uh, they'd be arrested on the spot. Yeah. It's just an example of the rampant crime that we're seeing on the streets of American cities today, in large part, because they know that they can get away with it. We have these soft-on-crime DAs in Democrat-run cities like yours there in New York City. Brian, what's it like for you? I mean, you've been going into work for for a lot of years there in New York City. What's it like for you now going into work and, and coming out of work every day? Is it different than it was, say, five, ten years ago? I mean, it, uh, well, I mean, I don't get hassled. I haven't gotten hassled no. uh, over the last few years, but I, I see it everywhere. Uh, the MS worker gets uh, goes to go buy lunch. She's six months from retirement, 24 and a half years. 
uh, and she gets stabbed to death by some lunatic. Mm-hmm. And then you have a subway per, uh, a subway pusher just threw another woman on the tracks last night. Um, then you have the craziness with the Bronx tent city, which the, the tolerant people of the Bronx who want to be a sanctuary city were outraged by these illegal immigrants who were in a parking lot across the street. So they moved them to an island, Randall's Island. You know, you have a lot of crazy things going on in New York, but the best news is Aaron Judge last night. Yeah. So, I mean, he yeah. looks like he's from, uh, he's, he's a superhero. And then that's a home run after, you know, basically, you know, goes basically 11 days, two homers. is unbelievable for him. And then he breaks a record. And then we'll see if he get the triple crown. So, I mean, that's the good news. And, like, the sports has been relatively good. But for the most part, uh, I know city streets are packed, but there's a sense that the cops have receded. Interesting. Well, uh, you, you mentioned Aaron Judge. He's going to be able to write his own ticket next year. He's going to have a number of suitors, including the Yankees and the Mets and maybe the Red Sox and the Dodgers and the Giants. That number could be north of 350, maybe even 400 million dollars. Um, former Hunter Biden business partner Tony Bobolinsky interviewed by Tucker on Fox News last night, and again he expressed his outrage at the FBI's handling of that information he provided them about uh, Hunter's business dealings involving James Biden and the president himself. And he explained, Brian, how it allegedly showed that the FBI must have known how damaging his information on the Biden family was to the then-candidate Joe Biden. I urge everybody, go on foxnews.com, or if you get Fox Nation, just watch the Tucker interview, the first half hour, no commercials. You look at Bob Alinsky, an intelligence officer in the military, Penn State wrestler, uh, self, you know, self-made multimillionaire who was asked to come in and run this fund uh, for the Biden family. Thought, okay, you know, I'll run this, and, you know, it's internet. I have the experience. They've been asking me forever, so I'll go do it. Then does he find out what they're up to, and then he finds out he's getting screwed. They were duplicating documents, making it seem that money wasn't coming in. It was being diverted to others, so it was flat-out fraud. And then he has all these indications and the metadata to show that all these emails and communications and voicemails were all authentic. And he had it all before. He sat for five hours with Ron Johnson's committee. He sat for five hours with the FBI. He gave them everything, and everything just stopped. Nobody ever followed up. They had a, they have a grand jury impaneled. They never called them. The guy in charge, um, uh, Tim Tebow, uh, Tebow is retired. He was supposed to be the point man that was going to deal with Bobulinski. He never called them. So that, in this way, the election was totally affected. So forget about ballots. Forget about machines. Forget about Rudy Giuliani. Ridiculous legal approaches uh, led by uh, Cindy Powell. Just look at this. Yeah. And if you and he said, if he looked at it, he goes, this race was decided by 21,000 votes. If I came out and exposed what the Biden family was really up to, what they were doing in Kazakhstan, Russia, and especially China, would you have voted? you got to think that there would be 21,000 people in a country of three, uh, 300 million, rather, 320 million you got to think that some of those votes would go, I'm not putting this corrupt guy into office. Sure. So that, in that way, the election was really affected. And that's what Trump should have been saying all along. Yep. If you look at the massive mail-in balloting, if you look at the fact that most of my guys show up the day of and some were intimidated not to, if you see the suppression of that story, that's your reason to run for real for election again. Not uh, someone was messing with the ballot, some pickup truck uh, dropped off things in the basement of somebody's apartment. That doesn't work. If you watched last night, and know what he said at the end? Jake Tapper, mm-hmm. call me. I will sit with anybody. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me the laptop's real and then end the story. Yeah. 
Well, it doesn't fit their narrative, right? I mean, you, you love how the media, the corporate media, the left continues to call it the big lie when the right says the election was rigged somehow, some way. How can you not say the election wasn't rigged after watching this interview? And quite frankly, after watching the first interview that Bob Olinsky did with Tucker Carlson there on Fox News, Brian. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, the FBI, I, I want to see partisanship. I want to see that, you know, trumped up, uh, no pun intended, uh, charges against the FBI. But uh, Christopher Wray has uh, presided above all this. I mean, he shows no outrage. He's not changing things. He's just going along, or he's leading uh, the look-the-other-way approach to, to that job, where whatever it takes to keep Donald Trump out of office, he's okay with. Because for him not to want to follow up, for him not to watch that interview two years ago, and say, i got to find out what's going on here. Right. Bob Linsky, I'm going to sit in on this meeting. Right. And Jim Biden texted him, excuse me, called him during his one-on-one meeting with the, excuse me, one-on-two meeting at the FBI headquarters. Jim Biden calls. He holds up his phone and he lets the agent see it. And the agent say, I'll leave the room. You could talk to him. Yeah. Well, and you know, when he picked up, Biden hung up. Jim Biden, Jim Biden hung up. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating for us here on Main Street because nothing ever seems to get done no one is ever held accountable there in washington we'll see what happens with that story meantime president biden is going to be here in florida meeting with officials and maybe even governor DeSantis down in uh in lee county an area just devastated yeah, by meet. the hurricane yeah they, they are going to I mean, meet it looks huh? like they are going to meet yeah, yeah. that ought to be a fight uh, on that how, wall, you, how did you do i did okay um we were out of town at the time the house did fine there was a tree that fell in the backyard, but we never lost power. I mean, we, we did a lot better than a lot of folks around Central Florida. A lot of folks struggling right now, Brian, around here with the flooding issue in Seminole County, Orange County, Osceola County as well. A lot of people displaced from their homes because of waist-deep floodwaters right now. So that's what we're dealing with. Wow, and you it's know? not retreating. That's unbelievable. No, no, it's not receding right now, and, and it's going to be a while because there's nowhere for that water to go. So it's it's been very frustrating for a lot of folks uh, around Central Florida. And, of course, down in Lee County, they got the major brunt of Hurricane Ian with all the devastation and destruction down there. But uh, to be a fly on that wall of a potential meeting between uh, the president and Governor DeSantis, I know the media is trying to pin the whole, you know, why didn't you issue the warnings prior to and whatnot. They're trying to pin this on DeSantis, but uh, they're looking at the wrong guy. I think that guy showed an awful lot of leadership going into the hurricane and even during and after the hurricane, Brian. Yeah, and I think you guys will judge him by what happens in the following weeks because in the beginning, the adrenaline's there, and then when the adrenaline goes off and you say, well, you know, I met with FEMA, they don't do anything. I'm waiting for an adjuster. They don't show up. Uh, You know, the water's not back. The high-water vehicles didn't arrive. You know, that's when, because I've been through this twice, with fires in California and uh, Sandy, I got three feet of water in, uh, you know, so I've seen it all uh, and with Sandy. So you see it when people show up and people listening right now and you're tired of the adjuster showing up. Do whatever you have to do to start rebuilding your house, but tape everything. Grab out your iPhone, tape everything in your house slowly, show where the water lines are, show where the damage is to your car, pop the hood, show it here pointed out and it helps the adjusters and they were they were so glad they're like yeah I, I can't see the water line i go look i go I'll show you the water line right now and what they did is we had a tape measure and we showed them exactly where the line was because we looked at our neighborhood and we said there's going to be there, there's not enough adjusters in the world to get here in a timely fashion 
and you couldn't, and you got to get your construction people, especially in your area when no one's there, you got to get construction people booked and ready to go to rebuild. And to do that, you got to be able to show the insurance companies that how bad it was. But if you wait to take out that sheetrock yeah. and to rip up your floors, uh, and you try to live there, you never know what type of mold you're breathing in. And if you don't want to live there, you just want to rebuild to be able to get back there. Um, you know, call your insurance company, make the call, say, listen, I'm going to be taping this, and I'll do whatever it takes to authenticate it, but uh, i got to start rebuilding. Yeah. So that, that's, when people, that's when people start getting upset. When the adrenaline stops, you look around and go, well, guys, this is taking forever, and that's how ultimately the governor will be judged. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade for appearing on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO. 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.